Delaware County Councilman Ryan Webb announced that he now identifies as an Indian American woman. Oh, that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say. In a statement Webb gave to IT Nate, he says, quote, It is unfortunate that I cannot simply be given the same space and respect to explore my identity that so many of those targeting me demand for themselves. So the youngest we've seen come here that's known that they are trans has been eight nine. The process of identity exploration is complex and oftentimes at the end of our personal journey, we end right back where we started. So you can sit, at, sit and look perched up there like I'm a fool, but at the end of the day, you gonna be the fool. The new standard will require near zero levels of these forever chemicals, PFOAs or PFAS's. Um, Exposure has been linked to everything from certain types of cancer to liver damage, kidney disease. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Fertility and thyroid problems, they're known as potential endocrine disruptors in some cases. And a recent study in 2020 found approximately 200 million Americans, you guys, are exposed to these wow. just from tap water. You got some ignorant and nasty white folks and you got some ignorant and nasty black folks. Uh, we've got Dr. Welton with Purdue University doing independent testing of the creeks and streams that run through East Palestine, including in Sulphur Run and Leslie Run. And the tests that he's doing, which I trust a whole lot more than the tests of the EPA or the Ohio EPA, are coming back with one number. And then the tests from the Ohio EPA are coming back with vastly different numbers. In some cases, Dr. Welton's results were twice as high as the Ohio EPA's results. That Dr. Welton wrote an open letter to Michael Reagan, the head of the US EPA, and he actually described the response as, and I'm going to quote here, a substandard and poorly thought out execution. Rutgers, like most American universities, operates as a corporation. Senior administrators, who often have a Master of Business Administration degree, MBA, with little or no experience in higher education, along with sports coaches who have the potential to earn the university money, are highly compensated, while thousands of poorly paid educators and staff are denied job security and benefits. Adjunct faculty and graduate workers are often forced to apply for Medicaid. They frequently take second jobs, teaching at other colleges, driving for Uber or Lyft, working as cashiers, delivering food for Grubhub or DoorDash, walking dogs, house-sitting, waiting on tables, bartending, and living four or six to an apartment, or camping out on a friend's sofa. This inversion of values is destroying the nation's educational system. Most adjunct professors and graduate workers hang on because of their students, enduring economic instability and job insecurity for those sacred moments in the classroom. I feel like I need to be checked into a mental hospital because I keep teaching despite these poverty-level wages, Hobayan said as she surveyed the picket lines where strikers were chanting, we're not a corporation, we're here for education. This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. Welcome to I'm Sick of This Place. I'm your host, Chad Becker. And this past weekend, I went and seen Spirited Away, the play musical. Broadway? Broadway play? Whatever it was. Uh, Spirited Away Live. And it wasn't the actual show, per se. It was a recording of the show, subtitled and whatnot. If you are a fan of the movie, 
you should definitely go and see it. Um, I don't know. I think it has one or two showings by the time this is out. Um, it's, you know, like the certain theaters. It's one of those special things. But if you are a fan of it, I told my sister afterwards that if it came to like Blu-ray, I might actually buy it to watch it because I thoroughly enjoyed the production value of, of it. You know, this really didn't have, there wasn't a lot of choreographed singing and dancing and all that shit. It was spirited away. Maybe that's why I liked it, but I also don't really care for the singing and dancing and unison and synchro uh, and synchronous, whatever the word is. Um, this was the movie, and I fucked with it. And maybe, maybe my pro problem is that I don't know too many Broadway plays, but I think the issue for me is that. They're not for me. This was because it had puppets, you know, it had practical effects. It was a production. The only other Broadway I can, I've wanted to see, and it is the Book of Mormon because I thoroughly enjoy South Park. But I have to say, my sister and I were probably the most normal people there. We might have been the only people using a he and a she pronoun that are that that never changed them. There was people with cat ears on. Why? There were plenty of people with different colored hair. Now there's nothing wrong with this, but I'm I'm just saying this is the 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 um I was going to say the the uh, the characteristics of the environment and if anything my sister and I were probably the two that stuck out the most when you have a, a cavalcade of characters um I'm never I I for me I'm never one that just dresses I I mean at one point I did but that was in the past I'm talking about current rendition, the here and the now. Chad doesn't like to dress up for things. I'm not trying to go see fucking Spirited Away and wear a Spirited Away shirt. That's not for me, dude. I'm fucking here to see it. I'm not trying to fucking put on a statement that I'm here to see it. Now, see, that's a, like, for example. When I would, it was back fucking 15 years ago when the Marvel Cinematic Universe was just starting out. Those were, and it wasn't even, it was just like, I'm going to wear a shirt. I'm going to wear my Marvel shirt. It wasn't full-on cosplay like that type of insanity. But it has never been a thing I do. I've never understood. I guess it's another layer of fun, but for me, I guess I just think it's stupid. Now, I will have to say it is a time and a place 
if you're dressing up, if you're going in character or costumes to a comic, to a Renaissance Fair, to something like that, that's cool. But just to go see a movie is a next level that I could never even comp that I couldn't I couldn't do. I have gone to Comic Con and cosplayed. That's the time and the place for theaters. No, but I have to say the movie was amazing, and they did do I think three maybe three or four songs, and I heard that in order to have these songs because these aren't in the movie. Miyazaki himself had to greenlight it. And to be fair, if you didn't know that there was not songs in it, you would have had no idea. And it actually, I was like, wait, was this maybe a song sung, you know, maybe in the intro or the outro, you know, one of the title sequences? Nah. And I really enjoyed No Face doing his old soft shoe. And another thing, I feel like the the people in the room were laughing at things that my sister and I weren't laughing. I don't understand how we can be so different. I don't know. My thinking about it too much. I heard my oven preheat. I'll be right back. One more thing and I'm back. Has anybody, does everybody know about Fish Tank Live? Because I've been getting into it. And if you don't know, Fish Tank Live is like Big Brother. And if you don't know what Big Brother is or was, I don't know if it's still around, it was a show where people in a house lived in in a house without able to go outside or communicating with the outside world. But the difference between this and that is the big thing. Well, I guess I don't know. Well, okay, the main thing is you can watch them 24/7 throughout the house. Now Big Brother, it's just the edited shit. But so that's kind of where the parallels start to end besides like challenges and voting people off but fish tank live you control who's getting voted out you control or vote for i should say um the challenges for example they had to count bags of rice then they had a um, comedy skit and now they're doing uh who, who can take care of a baby the best? The old high school baby thing. Now, the thing about this show is the host is absolutely insane. And he's trying to push them, I think, slowly break them down mentally while he's burning pizza and breaking cabinets by punching through them and saying the same line eight times while smashing the refrigerator door and training to box. It's quite fun. Um, although, you really have to either be in the community 
um, in like a Discord or on Reddit um, to really know when things are. Because unless you have nothing else to do in your life, you can't monitor these people all day long. It seems like some people are, to be quite honest. I check in multiple times a day and then on the Discord when I'm not busy. Now, here's where the things get really interesting. You can pay to do text-to-speech. For example, let's say Josie and Simmons are talking shit about Vance. Well, you can be like, Vance, they're talking shit to you in room four or whatever. But here's the thing. All this counts a lot of money. It's all for a lot of money. For about 50 bucks. For about 50 bucks, you can text a speech. For about, I think, $35, you can give somebody a snack. In, and they, they, incre- they, they get ex- increment. Incremental. I don't know what the word is. I'm retarded. But you can pay for all the lights to go off. You can pay for beds to be removed. You can pay for the cameras to go off or on. You can pay for what? What's in the, oh? Control the thermostat, higher or lower. So you see, the people or the watchers, if they wanted to, torment these people but at the cost of your wallet. But from what I've heard, uh, it cost a lot of money for this, especially the site. It went down for about five days because they thought it was three or 30 grand a month, but it's 10 grand a day to run it through all the, 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 Hosting fees and the bandwidth and whatever and the traffic on the website. But I'm having a good time. And uh, if you pay 40 like I just did, you can talk in their chat there and get uh, 20% off on Fishbox, which is what you use to vote in everything on the site. Oh, and the $40 gives gets you the edited season or whatever, edited uh, show at the end. And I just want to continue and raise awareness that it's going on nine years without Flint having clean water. And I'm going to be here soon doing more intros just based on it, based upon different ideas. Well, not ideas, but um, it's going to be, you know, uh, however long of new information. Or, I guess, the same information regurgitated, like the mixing of the two waters currently. So, the residents have two water bills. Imagine your water bill. Now, imagine it times two. That's pretty much the best way I can say what they're paying for water that's still poisoned. Now, the thing I also want to say about Flint is since then, 
especially just this year alone, think of all the the places. Well, I don't know how you are, but for me, I can think of East Palestine, uh, the place that had the um, plastic recycling plant that just burned, what, two weeks ago? Jackson, Mississippi, Benton Harbor, Michigan, um, Chicago, that that place is fucked. Is that five? That uh, off the top of my head. I'm sure there's more. Um, there was uh, Hawaii, the one of the islands, the Navy base, jet fuel, I think, was leaking into the the watershed or, or the pipes and was poisoning everybody and it didn't become a problem until it started affecting military families you know fun stuff like that and uh besides water let's go uh or no no that ain't even just water that's like fucking you know kalamazoo michigan like i've talked about um so yeah coming soon to you if you don't care yet Hopefully you will when people you know and love or, you know, at least 30 miles away, we'll say, it happens and people are poisoned. Maybe then you'll care because I share shit and nobody cares. And then you share something like, you know, fucking DeSantis, whatever the fuck. You share something about fucking, they're trying to put Trump away. Fucking who knows? He he ran a red light. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, out of everything all these presidents have done, they're all terrible. Anyways, share something about a chicken sandwich you liked. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I just, I feel like I am. I guess what what's it, what what it, what is the quote? An insane person is the only sane person in an insane world. Or, the sane person, some something like that. I feel like that quote. Whatever that quote is, I feel like that. That's how I feel. Because, Lord have mercy. If you've listened to this long enough, you realize that I'm an idiot. But sometimes I make good, valid points about things, and it sways you a little, and then you go, hmm. Maybe there's a lot of things that are going on that's more important than this cultural divide. But hey, I feel good when I can rally and be on a side. And, I mean, who's not on the side of clean drinking water? But I'm what I'm saying is those types of stories that I care about, aren't as sort of a social media battleground where you can pick a side and you feel right or wrong and you feel justified. 
it's uh it's what do I want to call it? Uh, click. Um, mm. ah, what there? It's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know the phrase. Whatever, whatever. But here is a phrase that I think should be in the zeitgeist a little more, and maybe it is, and I'm just an idiot. Like I keep saying, but an economic conscription, if I am pronouncing that correctly. And what that is, is when the government makes the economy so shitty that because of it, it enforces, well not enforces, but it forces people to join the army because they have no other option. And mostly because... Look what happened in the 60s. The 60s was an absolute shit show with the draft. Because after that, nobody wants a draft. You would have to have, which it might happen, unfortunately, uh, another world war for a draft to be somewhat validated in our culture. Um, Here is the definition is the mechanisms for recruitment of personal personnel for the armed forces through the use of economic conditions particularly when geographical areas within a country are neglected in terms of their economic development leading to a situation where a high proportion of young people are considered a career within the armed forces as an attractive career force the premise is that if these areas enjoyed favorable conditions, this would not be the case. And the government is using mechanisms, know this, and choose not to change the situation. So it's not, it's not unknown, but it, it's, a, it's a phrase that I don't think gets used a lot. Because it's, oh, it's constantly true. It's 100% true when you're talking about like poor cities and with this slow tick towards world war three the economy is getting worse case in point so i don't know if if what i am seeing as far as economically is going to lead to this even though we're constantly perpetually in a state of this and war but what I am saying is that World War Three seems to slowly be on the horizon. And with that, we're going to either need a draft or we're going to need shitty economic forces that drive young people to join the army or whatever, armed forces. That's what I'm, that's what I'm actually trying to say. And another thing that is sort of on this topic, I want to talk about the new reportings of shootings because, I mean, these things happen so often that these types of stories don't shock me. Now, for example, shooting incidents in Chicago. 
right? Just Chicago alone. In 2021, you're talking about, I mean, okay, okay, because sometimes there, there's no commas and it's kind of far away. I was going to say, I was like, what? 30, 35,000. No way. Um, 3,500. 3,555 shooting incidents in Chicago in 2021. In 2022, 2,832. Now here are the murders. 2021, 21. Um, two, in 2021, 804. In 2022, 695. So here is what I'm saying. That if the news reported just about Chicago alone, it would be in the news every day. And I'm not even talking about the the 3,000 or the 2,000 shooting incidents. I'm talking about the murder in general. You're still talking about almost, what, 365? Okay, so technically it wouldn't be two a day, right? Because that'd be like 730. Or no, yeah. So I don't fucking know. Mental math. We don't do it anymore. Eh, I'm not going to use a calculator. But what I am saying is they're just changing the flavors of shootings. They're Instead of having another fucking, God forbid, thankfully, I guess, I should say another, another, Mass shooting. There's we don't got a mass shooting for a little bit. Let's just talk about killings now because it happens. It happens. I'm gonna see if I can find this crime statistics for Flint really quick. I wonder if we have at least one killing a day. Um, I don't know what neighborhood scout is, but um. The number of violent crimes annually is a thousand. So we can maybe say we'd be reporting something one a day. Um, what does this website have to say? Five hundred eighty-six point two higher crime, higher than average crime rate. I was hoping for numbers like Chicago. Okay, well, I guess Wikipedia. So, unfortunately, there was only 23 murders and only 1,284 violent crimes in 2019. That's about as... I don't see shooting... Um, I see aggravated assault, property crime, burglary. So, um, not Chicago, but what I am saying is 
if we wanted to, we could just get a story a day from Chicago. That's how bad and big that city is. And guess what? They don't have good drinking water. And guess what? When you stunt people's bad, when you stunt mental ability capabilities because of bad nutrition, malnourishment, bad drinking water, it doesn't allow them to develop their brains properly. Did I say that already? And guess what? Typically, that makes them more hostile. I don't know. I don't know. I know nothing about nothing. But what I do know is when I'm on my phone and I keep seeing these young TikTok influencers or social media influencers, I can't help but think how many of those kids aren't getting fucked. Now, Hollywood, in order to be somewhat of a child actor, you had to be fucked by somebody. I mean, isn't it kind of known that child stars typically go insane? There's not a lot that really hasn't. Um, The big case in point is Elijah Wood. And his parents never allowed him to be alone. That's why he's so well off. And then you have people like Amanda Bynes. I wonder what happened to Miranda Cosgrove. She seems well off. Uh, What was her name? Jeanette McCurdy or whatever. She seemed, she seems well off, although I, I, Didn't read the book, but it sounded like her mother was horrible and forced her into these positions. Anyways, I cannot help but look at my phone at these young TikTok social media influencers. And to a bittersweetness, I don't know how many of those are getting fucked by fat, wealthy, disgusting, feet-fetished men. And by that, I mean Dan Schneider. It, it, I can't, I see the thing, I look at it and I go, you know, these people are putting on some sort of facade and God help me, I want something bad to happen. And I'm not saying, I'm not condoning it, but what I am saying is that There is a certain thing in Hollywood, and I don't know if it's happening in the TikTok world, in the social influence world. I look and I go, man, I hope somebody knocks this child, this young adult, down a peg. Because, God, I am so sick of seeing them. How do I get out of this algorithm? How do I... It, it, they just keep pushing. They keep pushing it on you. And I don't like it. I want... See, when it... And I'm talking about Instagram. And see, my TikTok algorithm was... And I've talked about it. Um, a lot of undiagnosed mental disorders, Down syndrome... Now I don't have that on Instagram. 
Instagram is still a lot of kids dancing, and I don't fucking like it. And a lot of, like, wardrobe changes, like, this is what I'm wearing. It's It bothers me. It bothers me. Who is watching? The amount. Who is watching it? Children, I guess. I don't know. The atten- See, the attention, people like to talk about the attention span is dwindling. I don't necessarily think that is the case. I think it's a dumbing down and numbness for what is socially accepted as entertainment. Is it, I mean, are when I think of labor, we are slowly being pushed back into the pre-industrial revolution. I mean, we have children working in factories now that, I mean, not like American citizens, but hey, it's still happening in America. So I think maybe the dumbing down of entertainment is coming along with the slow dismantling of the working class and the pushback to the olden days to somewhat of a minstrel show. Something almost to the degree of a little person and a big fat person squabbling. But it's not even that. Like, that takes, like, an Abbott and Costello, even a Three Stooges types of thing. That takes some talent. And I'm not saying the dancing is not talented. Yes, but to me, there is more to life than dancing. To me, the best movies typically don't have dancing. In life, you rarely dance except for alone. There are a few places you dance as far as like bars and clubs and events such as weddings and whatnot. To me, the issue is the dancing out in public. There is nothing wrong with dancing for fun, but to me, it all goes back to the mighty click. And one of the things, uh, I used to, what is it? What is, I'm going to have to pause and come back. Here we go. Uh, it's something, once again, it's a quote I've talked about numerous times from the back of the Gita. You have the right to work, but for work's sake only. You have no right to the fruits of your work. Desire for the fruits of the work must never be your motive in working. Never give way to laziness either. Perform every action with a heart fixed on Supreme Lord. Renounce attachment of the fruits. Be even tempered success failure. For this is evenness of temper, which is meant by yoga. Work done with anxiety about results is far inferior to work done without such anxiety. In the calm of self-surrender, seek refuge in knowledge of Bram. They know they who work selflessly for results are miserable. I mean, it's more about the first chunk. That you should, you have the right to work, but for work's sake only. You have no right to the fruits of the work. Desire for the fruits of the work 
must never be your motive in work. You never give way to laziness either. Now, I think, and I'm going off of um, a young cousin of mine that I think now probably the large majority of kids wants to be influencers in some sort of degree, whether TikTok, YouTube, streamers, whatever. I feel like that is um, because when I was growing up 20 fucking years ago, when I was eight years old, um, that wasn't a thing. The closest thing would be TV, movie star. And of course there was some of that. But now there's a thing, and I am certainly participating in it, where everyone feels special and their voice needs to be heard. But here's the difference. You have the right to work, but for work's sake only. You have no right to the fruits of your work. Desire for fruits of your work must never be your motive in working. Never give away to laziness either. Here's the thing. I have no motive really for this. This is just me blasting into the ether and for the few people that listen to this. Uh, I am doing this because I enjoy it. I'm not doing it to seek something in return. Now, I'm not saying there's something wrong with turning a profit, but profit must never be the motive. When profit is the motive, then what are you doing it for? Because the profit then diminishes what originally you were doing, in my opinion. And for me, I am doing this for myself. For me, it is a way for me to ramble. I used to be, I I wanted to try to do stand-up. I used to try to do stand-up. Now that I work so goddamn much, this is a way for me to, Scratch that creative itch. Everybody typically has some sort of creative itch, whether they are able to do it and make a profit, right? That's different from then just going for profit. Artists are in love with the work. They are not necessarily... They would always be an artist. Let's just say... They would always make art whether or not they can sell a profit and hence the starving artist because a lot of people don't make a lot of money. And then you get famous after you're fucking dead or after you cut off a fucking ear and you're a fucking spaz like Van Gogh who was kind of, he was kind of a bitch. He was kind of a spazzy bitch. Um, how the fuck did I get here? Oh, fucking just looking at my phone, retarded TikTok shit. See, here's the problem. With me. I've never liked choreographed dance. Once again, that was a reason why I liked Spirited Away the Broadway. There was not a lot of uh, dancing. There was a little. But at the same time, it wasn't retarded and gay. I don't know. I don't... I don't understand anything anymore. Now, Now that I'm phased out... In fact, I don't think I ever ex- understood, and a lot of people agree or probably feel the same way that when they were younger, they also didn't feel the way. 
And I think that is the current issue in young people, which has always been that. And then they turn to drugs. And by drugs, I mean pharmaceutical companies that then pump them full of things. And guess what? Happens to adults, too, with pain medicine. The old opioid crisis, and I think I already fucking... Think I'm think I'm spinning my wheel a little too much right here. I think I'm repeating myself a little too much right here. Anyways, you ever run into an NPC at work? And there's nothing wrong with an NPC at work, especially when they're nice. But when you're in a, it it it's almost to the degree of like when when you're walking in a video game and you know if you get within a certain feet you hear the same or the, or a couple different types of dialogue that is what i'm dealing with work with at work in once again i don't have an issue with it per se it is just annoying i don't like small talk i don't you know, little little hey man how's it going oh what's up man what up doc you know it's just, it's just the same come on man bump it come on man bump you good what's up man you good what's up man come on now bump it What's happening? Ooh, you got me. Ooh, look at you. Ooh, thank you, brother. Boom, boom. To me, I don't want that. Just just a couple, hey, boom, get it up. We don't got to keep bumping our fucking fist every time we see one another. Bro, you acknowledge me 18 times already. Every time, why you, listen, I know you're doing it out of love. Listen. I know you're doing it because you're a good guy. But come on now. Come on now. We don't need all that. If you want to do that, go go to like a fucking old folks home and just walk in there and chat them all up. Just chill. Because the NPC at work is never a good thing. It's just adds to the monotonous that is work whatever your job is when you run into that npc that makes you question your reality that makes you wonder why you're here are you stuck in an endless cycle of rebirth and death and that is running into the same person at the water cooler who then has to ask you the same question or says the same thing he did the last three fucking times you saw one another and it doesn't change. You know my answer. Why are you? It would be different if I had something else to say, dude. You, We're, we're talking about 20 minutes, man. How much can change in 20 fucking minutes? Please, I know you're a good guy and I know you're doing it out of love. But stop. You're driving me insane. You're making me question whether or not you exist, I exist, whether or not I need to leave this place in any sort of fashion, whether it's with a bullet whether it's just cross state lines, you're wondering, I'm wondering if 
I leave, will I run into the edge of the flat earth and fall into a coded swirl of matrix zeros and ones until I get spit out back outside of a vagina in a baby and get my ass slapped by a doctor? Ain't that weird the first second you're, you come out, you get hit? As it, it's just psh, like, welcome to the world, you son of a bitch. You got a lot going on, and none of it's great. Slap. First, you're gonna we're gonna get see the physicalness will go away, but fucking hey, man, you're in for a long eighty-six years of mental torture, and this first slap on the ass is just a cherry to. The Cherry Garcia. It's a cherry tomato that you pluck from your garden. I don't know. I don't know how I got here. But I'm certainly sick of this place. I'm sick of constantly wondering. Have you ever driven, drove, drive have been in a passenger and just try to think of losing your depth perception. I want to go back to when I didn't have depth perception and everything was a solid, like flat plane. And I'm almost like a cartoon on an X and Y axis and everything is just one sheet of color. And I don't know what's in front or behind everything. I just see different colors in the outlines where the black meets the green and the gray and the blue. And it's just a slurry soup. And I don't know if I can stick my hand out and touch something or if it's too far away or if I can't even push it up far enough and I somehow punch it with my palm. You ever drive and go, why do I always take the same route? You go, well, I guess it's the quickest and I kind of want to go home and what's the point of driving around when gas is kind of high but then you go huh well it would be nice to see what's down this road it would be nice to see if there's something on the other side of the street that I have never been across what's over there is there hope promise fulfillment some sort of way to fill the Depth that is my grundle. Are there the most unprocessed chicken nuggets off the tiniest chicken breasts you've ever seen? So small you question if you've ever actually seen a real chicken. As they'll 
all the other chickens that aren't genetically modified are still to a certain degree genetically modified. And that even if their breasts ain't the size of a newborn's head and that their breasts are the size of like a Tonka truck. Is that what we're supposed to be eating? Tonka sized chicken breast nuggets? You ever drive and go, huh? Is this real? Huh. Should I crash myself into the wall with the divider? Should I just peel off in the middle or kind of divots down and just get out of my car and yell? What would it happen if I shit myself at work? Will I get to go home will they just give me some random pair of pants you ever think about if shitting and pissing yourself at work if that that'll let you go home because i think about that it's a thin line between pissing and or shitting myself at work because i want to go home or like killing myself there Is that normal? I don't think so. What's my issue? I don't know. I feel that all the 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 picking of my nose while I drive on the highway because I do not use my cell phone has led to early onset Alzheimer's and dementia. I mean, I've seen an article that says picking your nose might shove more bacteria up there that can fucking do whatever it does so maybe i keep my nose my finger in my nose long enough i'll just fucking forget everything and next thing you know i'll be screaming in the middle of a fucking highway little grass island plain where there's some cacti a small tree and a shrub where i'll get naked and i'll live inside the shrub but Not for long, because there's probably thorns in there. And I don't want a thorny crab apple crotch. My grundle is bleeding, and I am out of breath. The pain is not pleasure, and the pleasure is the sweet embrace of insanity that lingers in the back of my mind like a calm song, like a murmur. Like a like a whisper of a sweet angel that knows chaos is the only thing that will allow me to escape.